What's up, guys? Gator Johnny here. It is Thursday, January 4th, 2018, and this is the Gator Pit. Florida. It is cold. I know those two words don't seem to go together. Cold and Florida. But this morning, before any of you from up north get all smart with me, you're like, oh, it doesn't get cold in Florida. This morning, where, where I live in the town I live in, Groveland, which is in central Florida, kind of almost smack dab in the middle of the state. We are about 40 minutes west of Orlando. Whew. The temperature, the actual temperature was 24. The feel-like temperature was zero. Zero degrees. Yes, it was zero degrees in Florida, or at least it felt like it. Right now, at 11 o'clock, the temperature on my phone says it is 31. But if you know, I'm sorry, yes, it's 31, but it feels like it's 25 at 11 o'clock. I am so cold. It is freezing. And I just came back from a monster truck ride. I just came back from taking my first uh, ride out. Oh my God. Not a good idea to drive an open windowless monster truck through 2,500 acres of wide open space with the wind blowing and the temperature feeling like in its 20s. Because with the wind chill I got out of that, it was probably less than 20 something degrees. It was freezing. So yes, fun fact, it gets cold in Florida. At least it can get cold in Florida. Um, and, and everyone's complaining. <laughs> Which is the whole point of this broadcast today. It's not so much about the cold, but the cold kind of reminded me of it. People complain. I hear people complaining all morning long, whether it's on news, whether it's here at work, whether it's on Facebook, about how cold it is. Oh, it's cold. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's freezing. Oh, it's so cold. People complaining about the cold. But then in the summer, it's the opposite. People complaining about the heat. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, it's so muggy. Oh, it's so horrible. Oh, it's so sticky. Because we're out of balance. Balance is one of the most important things in nature. You have to keep the balance, um, especially with animals, or I should say, at least I see it mainly with animals because I'm an animal guy. When you take that top predator out, everything falls apart because all the other animals start increasing. The, the top predator keeps everything in balance. It keeps everything where it should be. Um, storms, hurricanes, stuff like that, all that happens is a result of weather imbalance, pressure systems and highs and lows. and You know what I mean? When 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 the weather system is balanced the storm goes away it's just the way it is so balance is important and when we don't live in balance we complain because we feel it this extreme cold is no better than the, the extreme heat that we have here in florida in the summer we don't like either at least most of us don't i can't speak for everybody people are different um for me personally i've always sought balance. I've always wanted to have balance in my life. Work, 
life balance, school life balance when I was younger or school work balance. There always had to be balance. I always needed time to get my work done, to spend at home doing whatever, resting, playing video games, to spend with my friends or whatever, whatever I chose to do. And anytime that that balance has gone awry, my life has fallen apart. And that's something that I'm realizing more and more as I grow older. Someone like Gary Vee, Gary Vaynerchuk, working all the time is his balance. That's where he finds his equilibrium. That's where he finds his his happy medium. To be working 18 hours a day. That works for him. He's the first to say, don't do me. <laughs> don't live like me. Live like you. Because everyone's different. And for me personally... I need that balance. I need that time to just unwind. I need that time to work out. I need that time to, to, to work. I need that time to spend with my kids. I need the time to spend with, with my wife. I like having that balance. And I guess because of that, because I've always set out to look for that, I've just kind of been in the middle somewhere in my life. At least that's the way it's always felt. I've been in the middle. Uh, even even when I had quote unquote fame here in Central Florida, it was all local. Because it's balanced. Too much fame in my life will go off balance. It was always local. It's, it's almost like that's what I've always sought. So that's what the universe has given me. Balance. And in the end, you, you get what you focus on. You get what you ask for. Asking you shall receive. Where, where your mind goes, the energy flows. Whatever it is that you're looking for. It's usually what you get in one way or another. For me, it's always been balance. And that's important to me. And this weather right now is making me realize that. Like, yeah, balance is important because I don't like this cold and I don't like the extreme heat. Unfortunately, I live in a, in a, in a place of extremes because it is extremely hot and it does get extremely cold. The balanced time is very short-lived, but it is the price I pay for living here. That's just the way it is. Um, but yes, yeah, so balance. Balance is important. So for you guys out there who are still looking, who are still searching, some of you may be in the ideal situation. Some of you may be living the exact life that you want, doing the exact thing that you want to do. I know there's not too many. <laughs> I know that's rare. But some of you may be doing that. You may be that lucky person who found their balance. But for everyone else who is still looking for it, Maybe we're looking in the wrong place because maybe it's going counterintuitive to what we want. Maybe we are that person that needs balance because I think there are more people who would rather live in perfect weather, you know, not too hot, not too cold, than there are people who want to live in extremely hot weather. I guarantee you there's people that want to live in extremely hot weather that enjoy it, but I have a feeling those numbers are less than those that like living in, in balanced weather. Same thing goes in the opposite direction. For all my friends who live up north that say they would never move to Florida because they like winter and the snow, they complain when it gets cold. <laughs> you know, there's less people who love living in extreme cold than there are those who live balanced. So for those of you who are still struggling in life to find that thing, Whatever that thing may be, because that's an elusive thing, that job, that career, that opportunity, that promotion, that that whatever, whatever it is. I mean, a lot of times we don't know what it is, and that's part of the problem. Take a look at, at yourself, audit yourself, and you may be surprised that what you're looking for is balance. 
You know, while we do want some things, they're not always worth giving that balance up. For me, it's not. I keep thinking to myself, as Brad Pitt, or maybe not Brad Pitt. He's he's a, a little bit of an older, uh, an older actor. Let's say, I don't know, Chris Platt, or you know, someone current. I keep thinking, well, what would my life be like living in their shoes? I don't know, man. That'd be rough. Imagine like you can't go anywhere, anywhere, without getting mobbed. The thought of me, you know, being that famous. And then taking my wife and family out to eat and not being able to sit down because everyone wants to talk to me and interrupt my private conversations with my wife. I don't know. I don't know if that's something I would enjoy, even though I've wanted that fame for a long time. I don't know if it's necessarily something I'd enjoy. So and also the same thing with having all the money in the world, like, you know, being like filthy rich. That brings with it a whole slew of problems as well, doesn't it? Right. More money, more problems. Biggie said it best. More money, more problems. Um, so what is it that you're looking for? Is it an extreme in one way or the other? Is it extreme health? Is it extreme wealth? Is it extreme um, adventure? Is it extreme busyness? Is it extreme sloth? Is that really what you're looking for? Or do you actually and really want a more balanced life? I think I want a more balanced life. So, but anyway, just thinking out loud. Don't really have anywhere to go with that. This, these are just the things that extreme weather, like this freaking cold that I'm dealing with right now, <laughs> make me think about. Balance. Balance. Think about it. Balance. Alright guys, so this cold does not seem to want to let up. The day just seems to be getting colder, which is not. But I think the wind is picking up and driving around all day in an open monster truck, 14 feet off the ground with the wind blowing at you. Whew, that's cold. We got a roof, but we don't got any windows. So I get all that wind right in my face. But anyway, all this cold and all this talk about record cold and about possibly the, rec the coldest winter on record in Florida got me wondering, what are... The, the Florida temperature records. I want to know. I love stuff like that. I love Florida fun facts. I'm Gator Johnny. I need to know these things, right? So here you have it. Florida temperature records. Florida fun facts for you. The hottest temperature ever recorded in Florida was 109 degrees Fahrenheit. This happened in Monticello, Florida, which is north of Orlando, back on June 29th of 1931. The coldest temperatures ever recorded in Orlando, uh, I'm sorry, in Florida, was negative two degrees Fahrenheit. Yes, Fahrenheit, negative two. That's two degrees below zero in Tallahassee, Florida, which is the, the state capital, and it's in northwestern Florida. This occurred February 13th of 1899. So we actually got to negative two degrees Fahrenheit. The hottest location in Florida, ranked by the highest average annual temperature, is Key West, Florida, which is the southernmost tip of Florida, or the southernmost point, because it's one of the islands down there. The, the annual average, now again, this is annual, 
the annual average is 77.8 degrees Fahrenheit. The coldest location ranked by the lowest average annual temperature in Florida is Niceville, which is also in North Florida. Every year, the temperature averages 66 degrees. The summer of 1998 was Florida's hottest summer. Uh, during June, Melbourne, Florida broke 21 daily high temperature records, experienced 24 days equal or above 90 degrees, and four days equal or above 100 degrees. Miami, Florida endured its hottest summer ever in 2010. The average temperature from June through August was 85.17 degrees Fahrenheit. The temperature reached or exceeded 90 degrees Fahrenheit on 80 out of a possible 92 days. The low temperature did not drop below 80 degrees on 40 days, breaking the previous record of 33 days. Jacksonville, Florida experienced a unique year in climate during 2010. The period from January 1st through March 30th was the coldest start to any year in, Jackson, in Jacksonville's record uh, recorded history, going back to about 1871. Jacksonville's temperature through March 30th averaged 51.1 degrees, which is 5.7 degrees below normal. By July, record heat had arrived from July 8th through August 26th. The temperature equaled or exceeded 90 degrees for a record 50 consecutive days. And Key West, Florida is considered the hottest city in the United States with an average annual temperature, again, annual, of 77.8 degrees Fahrenheit. But the city endured a historic cold wave from January 2nd through January 13th of 2010. One of the longest and most intense cold periods ever recorded, temperatures remained more than 10 degrees below normal each day, while January 10th and 11th were over 20 degrees below normal. The record low maximum temperature of 52 degrees, I know, for those of you that live up north, it's kind of funny, but <laughs> for Key West, the southernmost part of the United States, that's pretty cold. Uh, the record low maximum temperature of 52 degrees observed on January 10th was the coldest high temperature recorded in Key West in almost 70 years. Keep in mind, Florida is the second hottest state in the United States, second only to Hawaii. So there you have it. Florida weather by the numbers. So, in continuing with the cold weather theme of the day, South Florida is not only dealing with colder temperatures, they're also dealing with iguanas falling out of the sky. Well, maybe not out of the sky, but off the trees. Literally, they have to be careful of falling iguanas. What happens is they get cold. They're, they're roosting up in the branches. The cold weather hits. They, they freeze. <laughs> and they're stunned by the cold and they just fall. They can't hold on. And uh, a lot of people think they're dead because they're, they're immobile, inanimate, not moving, nothing. But leave them alone, chances are they come back to life. They're not dead. They're just stunned. They're frozen. Same thing used to happen with alligators. When I worked uh, at the reptile park on cold nights, that temperature was going to drop into the 30s, into the 20s. At the end of the day, we would have to walk around the entire park and push every single alligator in the water. 
it's not as bad as it sounds because most of them were already in the water. But every once in a while, you'll get some that stay, that hang around outside. We had to get them in. And then later on at night, like at one in the morning, maybe someone was assigned to go back to the park and walk around all the entire park, making sure the gators were still in the water. Because what happens is if they're out and about and the temperature drops, which it can do pretty quickly, by the time they register mentally that it's cold, it's too late. They're already too too stiff to move. They can't they can't go back in the water, and they just gotta stay. They just gotta lay there. They can't do anything about it. Hopefully they'll survive, but they don't really have a choice in the matter. Which is why we would push them all in the water, and then we went back later because some of them get back out. You know, for the most part they figure it out. It's called instinct. They all have it, but. Just like with humans, <laughs> some of them just want to do their own thing. Or some of them, are, you know, just, just are not too bright. So we would have to go back at night and any gators that were out, we would have to physically push them in the water because by that point they were too stiff to move. So like poking them with a stick just to kind of annoy them. You know, we would just kind of just lightly tap their tails and just aggravate them to the point where they're like, ah, fine, and he's going to water. That doesn't work at one o'clock in the morning on a 20 degree night. They're too cold. So that's what's happening down south right now with iguanas. They're literally freezing on the trees. But just like with the gators, all it is is they're too, they're too cold and too stiff to move. With the alligators, in the morning when we would come in just to open the park, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning, sometimes there were gators that had gotten out again. I mean, you do what you can, but that doesn't mean they're not going to come back out. But you couldn't put them back in the water in the morning. If they were frozen stiff, you couldn't put them back in the water. They would drown because, again, they're too cold to swim or move or anything. So you would put them in the sun, maybe with their tail in the water and maybe like a back leg so that that starts heating up. The sunlight heats the rest of them up and they can go back in the water and warm up. Um, and that's basically what's happening with the iguanas down in South Florida. They're falling off the trees because unlike gators... Iguanas don't brumate. You know, most of our gators would brumate in the winter. Some of them wouldn't because they wanted to be fed during the jump roo show or just do whatever. Those were the ones we worried about. But for the most part, gators brumate in the winter, which is a reptile version of hibernating. But not all reptiles do that. And iguanas don't. That's not a Florida species. That's an invasive species that was brought here from, from uh, South America years ago. And now they're living here, so they're not used, they don't brumate. So they'll literally just do the normal routine. They'll climb up into the trees and just kind of hang on and spend the night there. Then the weather drops and they fall. They hit the ground. Now, if that didn't kill them, there's a good chance that once that sunlight hits, they'll survive. Usually the bigger the iguana, the more chance for survival. The smaller ones, I mean, they can't, they can't hold out that long. You know what I mean? But uh, but these cold snaps that we're getting, they dropped the numbers of iguanas years ago and also dropped the number of pythons that we have in Florida because they don't they can't survive this either. So I'm wondering how much those numbers are being affected now. These these invasive invasive animals, how much are they being affected right now by this cold? But anyway, that's funny. I was reading an article about iguanas falling from the sky. <laughs> Gator Johnny, 
I'm glad to hear you're doing okay. Um, I know Sheena was worried about you there for a little bit. But uh, hey, listen, I wanted to thank you for favoring our station. Um, also wanted to invite you over to our episodes. If you listen to the one entitled Introduction, it'll give you an idea of what we're doing with the station. Um, I know you have listened to some of our past content at times, but I, well, I think when I went back and through that one, I didn't know if you had actually listened to that one or not. But it kind of give you an idea because we would love for you to come on and do an introduction of your station on ours just so some more people can find you. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to call in. But uh, thank you for favoriting and hope to hear from you soon.